0: Hey everybody, this is Petey from Spinner and today I'm doing a video on, um, where you saw what it was about, right? But you're not seeing the the comics that I was talking about, right? So, right here, I have some of the classics. This is the re-release as a bookshelf um, Prestige Edition of Mad Love by Paul Denny and, um, Bruce Timm. We also have here, um one of the annuals they did with multiple talents. They had um, Mike Parabek, uh, who passed away, but a great artist. Uh, Carlo Jansen Byrne, who offered up his services after seeing the Batman cartoon and said, the, you know, that the one of the best Batmans was the animated comic version and cartoon, Wagner and Birchett, who are all, all talents. And then we have here they're working with um, Glenn Murakami. And, um, yeah, this is some of the classic issues, but the whole series of Batman Adventures is pretty good. This really kind of cemented um, as um, Harley Quinn as one of the breakout characters of the cartoon, and she was one of those few that was such a great character that she, um, well, I have, a, do I have, um... I do. I do have. Got to pull, take the dust off these guys, right? We have some a Batman animated figure by Todd McFarlane, Does he like to call a toaster? And we have um, the Harley Quinn one, right? And then um, this one, you can't even really see the seams, but it's um, posable, right? So. Since we have that here, um taking these out, sorry guys. But that's enough of your precursor. Oh sorry, I do want to say that there are many other talents on the the animated series that also, you know, directors, other writers, uh, producers that were involved, execs, um, even to you know um even the ones who got helped and get it off the ground. But we're going to be dealing with Paul Denny and Bruce Tim, who, after doing Mad Love and a bunch of comic books, they always hinted that they wanted to do a Harley and Ivy comic. And it took a while, but in 2004, we got the comic. Now, there's a worry since they're villains. Would these Do these guys really know comics? They're doing a Harley and Ivy, Bolo B was them kicking Batman's ass up and down the comic books. So we'll get to see if there's any of that while they're pure comic book guys. But no, actually, let me just say, I did read this beforehand. I've had some issues trying to do this video. So this will be like third time I tried. And the actual timing of the book goes really quick, right? This is pure comics. Now you hear me talking about captions and such and such. And some of the greats, like my favorites, like Byrne and Miller and um, Perez Perez and Walter Simonson and Alan Davis, they all kind of play with time and they slow things down. And Stan Lee, working with Kirby, kind of allowed you to stay on the double splash page. But this is classic comic books, not the comic books that were, I mean, not as explanatory as even the early comic books. But this is just comics that kind of move. Because the early ones really didn't have too much captions. But they did have captions, but it moved. But at the same time, they were very explanatory. This is going to move. Now, I've been five minutes in. Let's see how quickly this goes, right? You and me against the world right now. This is my last thing since I have... I'm in the fourth minute. You'll see, I think in the third season of... The Harley Quinn show, there's a romantic relationship going on there for the, even though it it feels like it'd be for the community, it's merely for the guys that have been clamoring for this for a long time. But if you see the dynamic in this comic book, Harley is the thorn in Ivy's side. And you can see from the covers, there's some of that, but they're going to play up some of that aspect. Of That and some of the stuff with the fans that are kind of like, kind of like the stuff you'd see in um, Betty versus Veronica type of stuff in Archie comics, right? So let's go. Bosom Buddies, right? So they're breaking in trying to get the zombie root, which she uses to control people's, get willing slaves. And she, and at the same time, she's like, well, why don't you just use your kiss? She can't go, so I can't go around kissing everybody, right? So it's like, but the I didn't even think about it. I was talking about being explanatory dialogue. Ultimately, I didn't even notice it the first time, but it really, the timing of it and everything makes sense. And as they go in there, Botanical Society, they actually come in to see the root, right? And at the same time, realize that Harley had got the day wrong, right? Tomorrow is the day of the society party, right? So she uses her own thorns to stop this guy. And then they just break out and leave. And they say, none of these hoity-toitys have got the guts to follow us. We have one who's Batman, and Batman shows up kind of like a spy versus spy moment. Right? And he cuts the cord, cuts the vine, and they're falling down. And they're like, don't drop the plant. And Batman comes in to stop them. Right? So Batman's here. He's fighting against um, the brains, which is Ivy. Harley's trying to find the pop gun. Can't find it. And then she has something. She has the plant. So she uses it and tosses at Batman. And they've stopped Batman, but Ivy is really upset. Right? Ivy cannot believe she threw the plant. And look at that, they get captured in the time that they've been caught up in their own drama, right? So, of course, Harley, nothing sticks to Harley. She tries to get on Ivy's good side, but Ivy Ivy wants to kill her, right? We can see that. This is the dynamic we need to see in the cartoon, not to see, hey, you know, we're together because she's in a bad relationship with the Joker, right? She's in bad relationship because she's a bad person too, right? So he keeps thinking of ways to kill to kill um the Harley. But then we have a shower scene and you're saying, hey, look, they're the getting a shower scene, but they're in prison. They would take shower scenes together and the fact that it's animated, you don't even even know you can they get away with so much with the bubbles. And I think um Brady and Veronica would have scenes like that, but only if you extract it. But as you look in the cartooniness, kind of tones it down, right? Where this would be a nude scene, that's it, but the titles are blocking, everything is blocking stuff. So you just got to be, you know, extra on that side, wanting to see stuff. They'll put it in there like that, right? And Ivy is trying to kill her, and she's had it. She doesn't want to see her ever again. Harley tries to make up. Ivy is not with it, right? So here we go. She's like, has she starts to figure another plan, right? So she cuts her skin, puts the blood into the plant, and the plant starts growing. She's like, she's bleeding. The cop comes in there. Then the vine helps her out. Harley thinks she's gonna be gonna break out with her, but Ivy's out without her, right? She uses her kiss to control this guy. Then she's slowly escaping. Sidestepping the cops, but at the same time, these guys are under Ivy's spell. Harley can use it to get herself out, right? Oh, no, she kisses another guy under control, and now she's going to the sewer. And these brave cops are following her, and then they say, Uh oh, the moss. It's some sort of monster. And then off screen, we know they're not going to survive this. But in animated, you don't think that sort of stuff. In the animated style, right? So she's off. We almost got a romantic type of exit. And then here's Harley, right? And she can't stand it, but she feels sorry for her. And then she wants to keep the keep the distance from there, right? So it's a bug out, right? So Today, we have the next one, which is Jungle Fever, right? That was quick like four minutes, all right? See how this flows? Now, you know me, I talk about captions, and that and dialogue and such and such, and defend that Stanley kind of style, even though the early comics had a lot of dialogue, especially EC, some of the top comics. All right, so we have classic TV show a news report that's in a lot of stuff like, um, you know, really done, famous from um, American Flag, but then, of course, who's the name Dark Knight took it over. So we have this dynamic that's in this book, too, right? So there, Verde talking about the rainforest. We have um, Juan Sbalos, Cib- and he's, like, all for the rainforest, but at the same time, some mercenaries are tearing it apart and killing people and torturing them. And in Verde, we see our girls getting getting slapped around by the COs of this um, third world country with, with a rainforest. Right? And then Harlet goes into action, starts putting the work on them. Then Ivy helps out and she's threatening them with her own blood. Right? And they're almost about to, but they get the the other COs get to drop on them and take them out. Right? So he's like, hey, he wants to welcome them and talks to them, and that's where Harley starts giving up the thread of, hey, the zombie root. And he hears it, he's like, what? He wants in on it. And he's going to tell her, and nope, just pushes over to the kiss to be controlled by Ivy. Right? And then, um, Harley shows what she can do, hits him, takes a gun, kills these guys, yep, and Ivy's impressed, right? So then they use the control over Zabalos and to get a tank from them, right? They go into there, but they still have the mercenaries out there. And the mercenaries try to stop them by chopping up this is burn and this is um, slash, right? And they're ready to do something to them. They'll try to put burn, but then they have the, put the fire on them and then they can get around it. Right? And they just drive through it and they left these guys. So while they're gone, we got to, so we got some time to kill. Ivy connects with the plants. Right? And this would be, I think, better than the <laughs> the sex scene in um, the, what's that thing? The Swamp Thing by Alan Moore. But at the same time, we have um, Harley's not with it. Right? And she said, oh, that felt so good. Connect with the plants. I got the rainforest and, and um, Harley's out of it. And they said, cheer up. So see, they're kind of playing up this stuff. But it's better to just keep them like, you know, like coworkers or friends and stuff like that. Sisters into what they change it into, right? Right, but these mercenaries are still alive. We get the most action-packed stuff that we can get. Right? And they charge them. They're going head-to-head with these guys. But these guys are formidable, right? They, like, aren't playing around. They almost got Harley. She fights back, and she stops... Slash now Ivy's taking on burn, right? And she's got the forest to help her, but he can burn down the forest. And he's kind of overtaking her. He's like corner her, got her trapped. She throws mud at her, but at the same time something happens. Right? And what happened was this it's gonna have poison frog in it, and he's paralyzed. She kisses the frog and kills the frog right so now they're here they're in control of sabalos so now they preserve they help out the rainforest but Batman's is worried about them coming back to town right so see this is even quicker like this is like a four minute read right and this is like i don't think i think 20 minutes is decent as far as writing and dialogue but I can't I can't go against this. This is like the moves, the action, the storytelling is very clean and very quick. So you don't feel like you're missing out either, right? So we have um, Harley kicking Joker, right? And Batman not being very Batman, right? And then Ivy takes out Batman. We find out he's saying Yoda, Dagobas system. This is um, obviously Mark Hamill. And they say hooray for Hollywood, right? To toast Batman and the Joker into the closet, right? And we see way back when when they're hiding out, trying when they got back to the U.S., oh, Harley is watching cartoons and eating sugar. And stuck watching Acromegaliacs, which is a play off of the Animaniacs, right? She tosses on at her, and she doesn't—it doesn't have no effect on her, right? So she's like, we have another titillating scene. We're going to a new shower, right? And <laughs> this is this is hilarious, but they need Harley to start p- picking up. Picking up some slack while Ivy's trying to work on The route. Right? And then they realize Excess Hollywood is doing an expose on um, doing a movie on um, they, they, they report about doing a movie on Harley and Ivy and then she's going to sue. She's not happy with who she's going to be and Ivy doesn't have a big deal until she's here who's playing her. Right? So now they gotta go take them out. They're gonna use their potion for a trial run. And they go into a meeting, taking a meeting with the creators of the Batman TV show. And we have Bruce Tim, we have Paul Denny and the other producers that I can't I can't say by name, so I apologize to you guys. I don't know them by name, but I probably get them all wrong. So they talk about hey, we had these underwater Harley, Deep Sea Dive Harley, and you got rid of the underwater scenes. So kind of the fight that they would have where they'd have all these funky Batman action figures that they possibly want them to work into the show right and then we got Harley and Ivy and they don't even know why these guys are in the room as extras or stunt girls so they use the stuff on them and they got them under control right but Ivy is like hey you get hundreds of millions of dollars. $100 million for this. So they can siphon out the money, get all the money they need. But, and then all they need is the director who will be in sync with their cinematic vision, and then Harley's gonna do it, right? So it's Alice Smithy, <laughs> right? And Harley's the director, and she's just plotting the death of Batman, and then change, what's the name, add some more bells and whistles and rhinestones and just killing Batmans up and down. Right? Even Bat Robin and Batgirl and then drops a building on Batman. And he said, genius, sure genius. Right? So they had some of the workers massaging them and they're saying they got enough money like, But at the same time, she still wants to keep going. And um, Excess Hollywood is saying they need to look for some more auditions for four more Batman. So, so many accidents, right? But Batman has kind of figured that these guys are probably behind it, right? And here we go. Look at that. She's checking out the guys. Look at look at Harley. She's totally checking them out, right? And then they have more than enough money Right? But she wants to finish the movie. Right? And she says, please, please, please. And she agrees. Ivy agrees. But then she has this dream that she created a monster. Right? And when she wakes up scared from the dream, she hears Harley snoring, punching her right in the face. <laughs> All right? So together and they've got they're playing their own parts but Ivy doesn't want a, a new costume, she wants her real costume Harley has a you know, add some more bells and whistles and lights so they're going to kill this Batman in the Burly Bat the first appearance of the Whirly Bat in the animated world which should be around more than this right, so they come into Batman they get rid of Batman Batman, that Batman jumps, and they don't know it's the real one. And Harley doesn't want to shoot him because she's worried about the movie. And then Miss hits the whirling bat. And next thing you know, they're falling right into it, and Batman takes the ladies off the prison. But she's happy they got the shot. And they see it. The, movie, the movie's a piece of trash, but they're almost bankrupt. They had to put it out. They put it out and it's a total success, right? So she gets to get her Academy Award while she's quoted by prisoners, right? And then here we have Hi- no, we got Harley taking uh, calls after the success of the movie, right? So this is almost better than um, the Dazzler the movie or the Chris Claremont spoof on Dazzler the movie and X-Men, right? So she's on the call with her agent, and she gets another call, Steven Spielberg. He said, hey, thanks for the brisket, bubby. (laughs) All right, and um, Ivy can't take it, so um, they're gonna redo the Poseidon adventure, but turn it into a love story, and then Ivy breaks out, right? So there we go. Um, Three issues plowed through way quicker than most of my videos. But um yeah, this is the classic dynamic of them being um, Harley being someone that kind of screws things up for Ivy. But they kind of still work together because this is this show business guys. But anyway, um check this out for yourself and write, and then write into the animated people and say hey, this dynamic is more fun. It's creatively bankrupt to play to the fans and just give them what they want. And just saying, hey, you know, these babes, here are the babes making out. And, you know, they got them in really um, crazy situations, but it's not really, um, I don't know. It just feels like it's pandering and not to the LGBT community, to the fans that been begging for this all this time. But it's just been like, yes. <laughs> so it gave you some titling and stuff, but at the same time, you don't put Benny and Veronica into a romantic thing. Spin a rack out.